Hello, everyone, and welcome to Almost Better Than Silence. Uh, my name is Matt Bastet, and I'm here with Doug and AJ. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Awesome. Yeah, can't complain, man. Uh, a lot of things have been going on lately that we need to talk about. <laughs> but it's like your dad I'll get to that. sitting down and like having a long <laughs> chat with. We we need to have a talk. Things are going on. Seriously, <laughs> that I mean it. There's some serious things. I mean, all right, let's just start this off with uh, some of the viral things that have been going on lately. Um, I don't want to go into it too much because it got way too much attention. But the goddamn dress. What color do you guys see? I need to know. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, I can see how people would see both colors, but it's really just all about like the lighting and the shadows on it. Yeah. It's literally it's a white and gold dress. There it is a <laughs> it is a white and gold dress. No. There is no debate. No, it no, isn't. it is no, a white and gold dress and the shadows can Wait. make you see it differently. Wait, listen though. I saw on a completely different article that it said this is a black and blue dress, like without a doubt, like with without any editing, the dress that the photo was taken of was black and blue. And that's the thing, and I've always seen black and blue, and I'm just thinking it's gotta be like a white balance issue or something. Like that's what my girlfriend's at least leading me to believe. And I just am completely shocked that anyone can see white and gold because all I see is black and blue. Uh, my given this though, I am colorblind, but not that colorblind. I mean, that's not the excuse. <laughs> you, like, what you, the you're, hell? you're, you are uh, no longer qualified to to comment yeah. on this story. <laughs> so I'm out of this. Yeah, All no. right, guys, what colors do you see then? Uh, well, I when I first looked at it, I was like, oh, it's white and gold. But then, literally, like an hour later, I, I you know, was on Twitter on my phone and I'm looking at it. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> what's <laughs> going on here? I can't. I can't believe that it changes for people. Like, that's the thing that blows my mind the most. Like, it never changed for me. It's always black and blue, no matter how many times I look at it. It's so, and some people are initially were like trying to debunk it and be like, oh, it's based on your mood and stuff. I'm like, well, that's, uh, upsetting. Cause <laughs> what's it mean if I'm seeing you black and blue? It's actually both colors, believe it or not. It's probably available in a variety of colors, but that's not the point. This weird picture is just throwing the entire world off. Like it's it's made mainstream news. Yeah, it's it got way too much attention. Let's just stop talking about yeah. it. And- <laughs> You're right. Sorry, I absolutely agree. All right, well then, on a less uh, blown up scale, this literally I think happened today or the day before. There's a picture of a weasel riding a hummingbird or something, or a weasel riding a something. Hold on, let me pull this up. Did you see the this fact? Yet? I feel like I the fact that we in. devoted any time at all to that is just a disgrace. <laughs> oh, the, I am the dress just we can get rid of. We've, we've just lost all of our all of our viewers. I know so many people oh, that are I, super pissed off what, about that. What whole was thing. the hashtag that you used, Doug, on this? What we, weasel pecker? <laughs> <laughs> I beg your pardon. That's what they're calling it these days, apparently. This weasel is riding a woodpecker, and it just so happened that this this amateur photographer was in the park with his wife one day, and, and I'm thinking to myself, this goddamn weasel is a dragon rider. He's the, <laughs> like, the best fucking weasel in the world. He's like got the bird's eye view being like, I'm conquering this, like, dragon but it turns out it was more or less the weasel and the was trying to kill the woodpecker and they're in a scuffle and it got on its back and the bird started flying away and this photographer happened to be in the right place at the right time and now the internet is blowing up with memes and stuff the fucking and, and vladimir to me I, it, 
Dude, yeah, it's the coolest image I've ever seen. I think that weasel is totally badass. Uh, let's see. He, he does look something like a... in the Skype. The oh, Skype boy. text. The USA Today article on it. Is <laughs> that honey boo boo? Dude, Harry Potter? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Yeah, those are, those are some good ones. Oh, no. Gandalf. There, there is Paula Dean in here. I really hope she is. I, I'm still making my way down. I don't think you so. guys have seen. Uh, oh, I've got a really great Tumblr for you guys. God damn it! Why did I click on this? <laughs> so, my favorite's so, the Pringles al- can. Allow me to uh, educate our viewers on on what they're uh, missing out on right now. Uh, or yeah. maybe they're not missing out on it because they saw the uh, <laughs> they saw the link in the the show notes. Um, but <laughs> there there was a really infamous photo of of Paula Dean. R- she was riding something. <laughs> I don't God even know what the it. original photo is, just because the the photo has been manipulated <laughs> so many times. <laughs> <laughs> um but basically it's it, she was writing something and basically somebody cr- cropped her out of the photo and put her into other photos and it became a thing on the internet um so it the tumblr is pauladeanwritingthings.tumblr.com and it. it's it's as the name implies uh just a tumblr of pauladine writing things um she definitely show noteworthy. <laughs> I like on on page two. Uh, it's Paula Dean writing George Costanza. Uh, that's that's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> it's really good. Anyway, now that we've wasted the first. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, in somewhat uh, recent news, I uh, recently purchased a Surface Pro three. And I know most people are thinking, wow, that, that's stupid of you. <laughs> but no, it's really, it's, it's turned out to be really awesome. And it's for my needs. It's everything I could have ever hoped for, but, um, definitely feeling quite a, uh, empty wallet. Yeah. How, how much yeah. was it? Well, the thing is I was going pretty hard. So I went with the i7, uh, processor and the 256 gig. Um, storage. So I think that in and of itself was around 1500, give or take. And then all the accessories are ridiculous. And plus I also got a warranty on the thing. But, uh, one of the accessories specifically is, um, a docking station, which in my opinion is pretty much essential because, uh, the surface itself only has one USB three, uh, USB 3.0 port on it. And that's like, a make or break kind of situation. Cause for me, it's like with the podcast, it's like, Oh, I plug my microphone in and that's it. So that, that wasn't going to fly. But the nice thing about the docking station is it adds an additional five ports. Uh, I think three of them being 3.0 and two being 2.0. And then a couple other things like, uh, ethernet, uh, capability, another, uh, HDMI out or not HDMI, but a mini display port and uh headphone jack. So, and it's also got like this nice, uh, magnetic section for where you can keep your stylus uh because it's kind of before i had the docking station it was just like laying on my desk kind of floating around so it's nice to be able to just like slap that up against the side um and that's another thing with this whole surface experience that i've found um a lot of it's magnet related and i'm thinking to myself 
in in the old days, like if you held a magnet up to a screen, like <laughs> that was the worst thing you can do. And yet here I am, my keyboard uh, magnetically just like clips right up against the thing, and it's and it's like almost magic how impressive it is. Cool. Do you plan on now, like, what do you plan on doing with your Surface Pro? Like, what? <laughs> That's the thing. For I would not recommend this for anybody who intends on gaming or anything along those lines. What I'm intending on it being is like my personal workstation uh, for business purposes. I'm currently juggling two jobs at the at the moment and a lot of other things, inv- including this podcast and other like business ideas I'm trying to pursue. So a lot of that is just I'm gonna have those things essentially taken care of on my per- on my surface. And I'll, for instance, the one job I'm doing is uh, working for simpleprogrammer.com, doing blog posts and editing eight, uh, HD videos and stuff. So the computer that the PC I had was really uh, having a tough time with those 1080p like seven or eight minute long videos um, at full full quality. So. I was thinking to myself, I just need something that is portable and capable of handling HD video editing, amongst other things, like just general, um, I don't even know. But and it, I've put it to the test, and this thing is, kicks ass, so I'm really happy with it. It's definitely really good for video editing. I'm using Camtasia, personally, and it's an awesome software. It's pretty pricey, but it was kind of I got it as part of the job, so that's a benefit of that. Nice. Yeah, so overall, though, the thing is super slick. Oh, my God, it's so speedy, and uh, the, the display, it's just fucking beautiful. But um, it is like a weird kind of display ratio, I'm pretty sure. It's like a 3 to 2 or something odd, but that's it's, it looks great. I just think for certain um, programs and applications, uh, there's going to be scaling uh, issues, but I haven't seen any just yet. So Sounds pretty badass. Like I mean, like power-wise, I think sounds strong as hell. Oh yeah, dude. I have yet to have an issue. It's fucking really it slick is the best word for it. It's got some really cool features and and it's my first uh, Windows 8 experience too. It's kind of funny that I'm so late to the game. Like Windows 10 is on the horizon and here I am like just getting familiar with Windows 8. But uh it is what it is. <laughs> I mean like it's that's the great thing about um Windows and Microsoft OSs in general is that they stick, they tend to stick around a lot longer than like their lifespan, so to speak. Like, they're, like, I mean, there are probably people still using XP just because. Oh, trust me. They are the bane of my existence at work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a shame. I I bet, yeah. I I bet if I'm not mistaken, that's what my grandmother's running. Well, it's better than ME. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, Pete, this is this is something that I am, am going to call out. Windows ME gets a lot of shit, um, and a lot of it was because of reliability. But you know, all of the Windows versions pre uh, XP were were pretty unreliable, um, especially if you came from a Windows ninety eight world where sort of on a weekly basis you just reformatted your computer. Um, Windows ME did like a lot of cool things that a lot of people don't give it credit for. Like it was the first time where uh, it would do a system restore. So if you massively fucked something up, it would try to restore. Mostly unsuccessfully, but sometimes it would work. 
Um, it had some cool driver things that, that they included. So like it was the first time that you could plug in like a mouse and not need to like put in an install disc, um, for it to work like on the first try blind. Um, it had, well, I guess it depended on what computer you're running, but in some cases it, it started up quite quickly. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not a windows ME lover and, and, you know, good riddance, but, um, you know, it did, it did a lot of cool stuff that, uh, a lot of other operating systems, uh, at the time didn't do. And it, it pulled some of them off quite well. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not I awesome. Don't, don't say it's awesome there. because it wasn't. <laughs> I don't have, I don't have a frame of reference. I never used it, but I definitely hear, uh, I've heard of the flack it gets, but that's cool that you could give it a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, back. Yeah. There's like, probably like three Microsoft engineers out there that they were like, well, 2000s out, but it's really slow and it's expensive and bad. And windows XP is, you know, a year and a half away. We got to release something. We got to do something new. We've got all this technology that we sort of like half baked that we can't reuse. And so they're like, you know what? Screw it. We'll just make a new operating system. And like, they just sat down and did it. And, and they're of course listening to our podcast uh, loyal viewers. <laughs> and right now they're, they're jumping up and down and singing and, uh, they're really excited that somebody, um, isn't just spewing hate on, on their three and a half weeks of effort. <laughs> oh man. But, um, so you're a Mac user. What's your, um, experience with the Mac OSs? Uh, well, I should preface this by saying that I am not really a Mac user. I use a Mac uh, because I got a computer for free when I was an intern. Um. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I, I only put that together because in previous episodes you said you were using oh, a Mac, I'm, so I just assumed that you use a Mac regularly. I, I do. I, I'm using one right now, in fact, um, in, in the computer I got for free. Uh, nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I really like it. The thing about OS ten. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. I, hold on, there's a knock at my door. I'll be right back. This should be a segment. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's a knock at the door. At Matt's door specifically. <laughs> Who is it? And Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> it's actually Paula Dean. She okay. found out about the she found about the out about the tumbler. Yep. <laughs> ah yes. This is the video I was looking for Uh-oh. that Basta made when we were roommates and should go in the show notes absolutely. Oh. Showing why he is not a Mac user. Oh fantastic. This is great. Hey Mari. Uh, my name's Trevor. This is Steve Mark right over there. We're both at ATT. I was just doing some follow-ups. We had the fiber optics into the area. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty cool. So I have the house that I use Comcast. That's still true? Yeah, I'm actually moving out in a couple months, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Real quick, the CWB benefit. Is it Comcast for internet and cable, or just internet? It's just internet. Just internet. The CWB benefit, once again, do you know about what you're paying? Uh, it's $66 a month. Do you know what speed you get? Not fast enough. <laughs> Is 25 megs down? I'm keeping all of this in. Um, yeah, it was just the... 
really, um, really. I don't know if yeah, you remember that commercial when they when right? they pulled the MacBook Air out of a Manila like inner office folder. Did you ever watch any Yes. Yeah. That's what he. That's what the video is. He did it with a Dell XPS though. That's awesome. Laptop. It's one of his first you know, videos, honestly, like, dude. That's crazy. On YouTube. I just happened to remember his uh his <laughs> YouTube handle. <laughs> What's his YouTube handle, Matt Basta? <laughs> no, it's, it's Basta Wiz. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, that's I'm funny. Up. That is definitely going to show notes. Okay. So the lowest you'll get is 18. It tests between 20 to 25. So you'll actually go for pain. Do you guys have service in Redwood City? Yes. I actually just signed up to go to Redwood City. Ask me in June. <laughs> well, hold on. I do have because there is a benefit to it that I'm going to go over in just a second, okay? <laughs> uh, I can't wait to hear this guy's benefit. I know you guys stream. We include our own version of Netflix right here. It's called uverse.com. You have access to over uh, 350,000. Is this staying in the Yes, <laughs> yes. This is, this is the segment called uh, Matt Gets Pitched Something. I'm going to pass. I, I just don't watch enough stuff. It's <laughs> Okay, and then we'll, real quick, the basic cable comes with it. It's like Discovery, Animal Planet, Nat Geo Wild. It's a DVR, so you actually don't need to watch ads. Yeah. The total bill will be seven to six bucks. I'm going to pass. Thanks, though. <laughs> oh my god that was the best I'm, segment we heard the ever whole had. thing that was that was <laughs> this is gonna make our show interesting oh my god you have to cut no, that out hold on oh. <laughs> no jesus christ oh you know what i showed him i posted it in the skype it's a video that you made, Matt, when we were roommates freshman year. Oh, it's Which, awesome because oh, it's, man. It, it proves you're not a Mac user. It, <laughs> that has to yeah. go on the show notes. That's fin- that's perfect material. Thanks for bringing that, Jen. Oh, up. God. I thought that, listeners, the secret I, oh, is that he no. actually cut the manila folder. Or the mil- manila folder. Because <laughs> <laughs> that will not fit a manila listen listen don't hate <laughs> i was like i was like 18 years old this is how my this is like one of the first youtube videos ever made <laughs> oh, I, that's awesome. i'm just gonna mark this as private right now <laughs> oh, everyone has to see oh it. that's so great yeah we're just gonna mark that as it's <laughs> just so so what did you what did you guys hear from from my conversation with the AT&T guy that he was trying to shove cable down your throat yeah well he was so he was trying to sell me cable he was asking about my internet and I'm thinking like oh you know they're gonna cut but like he's showing me this paper and they're like oh a $400 installation fee (laughs) oh wow and you're like oh no yeah yeah what kind of yeah it's not gonna happen cost that much what are they gonna do it's uh fiber they're gonna run fiber into the building okay yeah, but they're gauging interest, um, which is bullshit. Let, let let me tell you about Mountain View. Mountain View, li- I'm literally five blocks from Google, right? Like, I can walk to the Google campus and just hang out if I wanted to in, like, a reasonable amount of time. And we don't have fiber optic internet. And, in fact, the only choice that I have right now, well, the only two choices are Comcast 
and AT&T U-verse. But if you get AT&T U-verse, you have to get a dish. I don't know why, but th- they just won't sell me internet without a dish. That's and so, yeah, it's, it's like, a racket. What? Yeah, and then Google has like the free Wi-Fi, but it doesn't come over to this part of Mountain View. It's only sort of like downtown Mountain View. It's really weird. And allegedly the reason why there's no fiber optic internet in Mountain View is because like they can't tear up the streets for some reason. I don't understand that, but it it's like literally the heart of Silicon Valley and the fastest internet I can get is like some shitty Comcast. Damn, dude. That's a shame. I, I wouldn't expect that either. But it just sounds like the circumstances yeah. aren't in your favor. So what kind of connection are you working with right now? I mean, it's not terrible. Like, I can stream 1080p video, but it it's, you know, 25 megabits down, which, eh, you know, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, at least we could uh, pick up that crystal clear audio. <laughs> <laughs> You just just like cut it in the middle and put like one of those little transition audio clips. Yeah, I just like we need a, a name for that segment. I, if only because I was saying like, oh, Matt gets pitched something, and it was even better when you were just like, I think I'm gonna pass. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like, <laughs> right before the show started, like I I I had to put my headset down because there was another knock. Like I literally never get knocks on my door. Nobody is. It's a gated building, right? So like you need a key to get in. Oh, wow. I don't know who let these chuckleheads in. <laughs> I have gotten more knocks at my door today than I've gotten in the entire year 2014. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, actually boy. funny how you prefaced it that you're like, there's a knock at my door. And I was like, oh gosh, where is this thing? <laughs> Our podcast just got so much more interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm bringing ladies of the night into my, into my <laughs> oh, living room boy. to join me. I'm almost better than silence. But um, games we've been playing lately. Let's actually be a gaming podcast again. What's up? <laughs> AJ, you go first. Um, well, can we include card games in that? Because I've been oh, yeah. going through my magic stuff a lot. Card games, board games. I'm just thinking games tonight. We can talk about anything. But eventually, I do want to hone down on some specific video games. I know I have some to contribute. But what what's the card game? Magic specifically? Magic specifically. Um, also, video game-wise, I've been playing a lot of Destiny uh, on my PS4. Getting pumped for some new games coming out um, later this month. Um What's coming out? Uh, type Final Fantasy Type Zero HD is coming out. Oh, nice! Uh, it's a American release. I don't think it was released in the United States, but uh, it's for PlayStation Four, and uh, it looks beautiful. Um, and then also they're re-releasing the Final Fantasy X and Ten Two remastered, like the HD editions. They make they made another new one. But for the PS4, oh, nice. so because they had already made a remastered edition for the PS3, but they went back and made the graphics even better. Oh man! Um, oh man, dude! You know what else comes out this month for PS4? And I don't have Bloodborne. A PS4. Yes! Oh my god! I will be getting that the day it comes out. You because better! It's amazing. I need you to talk about it because it it does look amazing. I mean, honestly, though, I'm gonna go this far and say I I think I'll enjoy the game. But I don't think it's gonna match the, the Demon Souls, Dark Souls kind of expectations I have. But that's just me. We'll see though. I could be completely wrong. I feel like it could be, end up being a game that helps sway a lot of people into buying a PS4. 
Oh, sure. No, definitely. That's where I'm standing at. Literally, at this point, I don't have a reason to, but now that that's coming out so soon, I'm definitely thinking about it. But I did just drop all this cash on a fucking Surface Pro 3, so I'm not in the market for anything for a little while. And then you look at your tax return and you go, hey. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely coming, but I gotta be smart with that, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm thinking about getting a Wii U, actually, uh, with my tax return. Oh, nice. That should be fun. I- yeah? yeah. What, what games are you looking forward to playing on it? Um, Mario Kart and Smash Bros. Just I'll cause. tell you what my favorite feature of Mario Kart is, and I don't think it was in the previous version. They have, after each race, they have like a little instant replay. Yes, and the slow-mo. You can slow mo it. You can rewind. You can you can even go in. They have like a, a settings menu, and if you go in there, you can actually change what you want to be part of the highlights reel. And so you can say like, oh, only show action shots, or only show like people getting hit by stuff, or this character. And yeah, yeah, and and you can sort of like dial in and 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 you know focus on the the moments that you care about. It's really cool. Nice. It it is. I got. I, I've had a chance to play it on several occasions because I have. Um... Actually, three different friends, like households, each have a Wii U. So nice. The idea is we want to get the fourth one so we can have eight-player Mario Kart going. And now, here's uh, my question: Did they finally add the ability to um, do voice chat while you're doing multiplayer? I never did multiplayer uh, over the internet, but that was one of like the most lacking things about the Wii version. Um, I'm not sure if they have yet. I haven't even looked into it because anymore, like the, it's actually a disturbing trend for me um, that I've noticed with like PlayStation and Xbox communities is that there's a real distancing from communication through voice. Like unless you're in some sort of like tournament, like something like, Unless you're competing in something and you need to have constant uh, contact with your teammates, like people don't really use the headsets anymore. Like, um, they don't talk to each other. And it's kind of disturbing because I always thought it was fun to talk to people while you're like doing stuff online. Yeah, especially if it's, if it's something very, not, I don't want to say intimate, but team based. Uh, team but very engaging very casual like mario kart or smash or whatever yeah i mean and there's an actual team like team battles in mario kart 8 and it's uh it's pretty yeah. cool do, do you remember uh mike from the sales my my friend mike yeah so oh, <laughs> freshman year i brought my wii home uh back to my parents house and i remember he had a wii at his parents house and we set up the online play and we put each other's friends co- friend codes in. Uh, but what we had to do was get our parents' cordless phones and like call each other and like have each other on speakerphone while we were like on the same team playing other people on the oh, internet. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it, nice. it was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of like casual games though, I've, I've um, recently purchased uh, this game called Grow Home on Steam. Have either of you heard of it? I haven't heard of it. Uh, I haven't heard of it either. It's pretty amazing, if you ask me. It's really cool. The art style is fucking great. Um, but it literally, it came out February, er, like early February of this year. So it's only about like a month old. And I'm trying to think. Uh, I think Ubisoft is uh, responsible. But uh, the game itself is really fun. I'm trying to think of how I want to word this. Um, it's kind of like 
the visual style of Goddess meets Jack and the Beanstalk almost, because the whole premise of this game, it's called Grow Home, so you're thinking it has something to do with growing and plants and stuff. It totally does. Basically, you're this, ro- <laughs> you're this, you're this like robot named Bud, which is, I think, a botanical utility droid. And you walk around, and the thing, the way he moves around is like, he's like drunk. I don't even understand these controls. It's like, it's definitely easy to control him, but the way momentum works in the game, he'll like topple over himself. And it's kind of like, not glitchy, but it looks kind of bizarre. But long story short, once you get used to walking around and stuff, um, you can grab onto things with both hands. And the idea is you collect, uh, crystals throughout the game and, and you pretty much just explore the world ultimately. And there's this giant, like plant-like thing in the middle of the map and it has these little extensions off of it and you basically go onto these extensions and press a button and it'll like grow the extensions so and you can control the direction in which it grows and the objective is there's like kind of this super mario galaxy aspect to it that there's these like floating islands everywhere like there's all these little like floating surfaces Mm. that you can access and the idea is you want to grow these these like arms to connect with these islands and the objective is to grow your plant like all the way up to 2000 meters or something and pretty much just explore the entire uh ecosystem it's really really fun there's little animals you can find i was exploring and i accidentally stumbled across a couple of caves and stuff the art style is totally it's it's got like a minimalistic kind of like color scheme but it's just it's beautiful and really fun and totally worthwhile that sounds great uh, mario galaxy was what Probably the original one, anyway, was probably my favorite Mario game from the entire Mario franchise. I have to agree. Um, yeah, I mean the sequel is pretty good too. So like, yeah, that sounds like a a, a lot of fun. Is is it? How much is it? Oh, is it, it seven too expensive? Seven ninety nine. So literally eight. Oh, that's not bad bucks. at all. I was like, I'll definitely get that, and it's super super fun. I can literally imagine myself playing this for hours. So I'm probably going to end up doing a a let's play or a playthrough video for our YouTube channel because it is really fun. And I definitely plan on finding all the crystals because it's like addicting. <laughs> but yeah, cool. Um, I think we should talk about Lastronaut then, AJ. All right. Where do you want to start? Well, so I I had been browsing uh, Twitter on my phone as you do, and at least three of my friends uh, had retweeted about this game, Lastronaut. And, uh, one of them was saying that you, that, uh, sort of game reviewers or, uh, people in the media could get, uh, early access to the game. And so I was like, hell yeah, I got a podcast. And so, uh, (laughs) I I put the, a link to the tweet in Slack and, uh, Doug, I guess you picked it up and got in contact Uh, with me. Actually, AJ is the first person who tweeted back and got the, here, I think, yeah, what happened, AJ? Um, well, <clears throat> uh, Coleman shared the link, said we should probably do something about it, and uh, so I ended up tweeting uh, Darren, who's one of the developers, and uh, he tweeted me back right away with his email address to get the code for it, and then uh, being a complete nubcake when it comes to uh, Apple products in general, uh, I couldn't find the code redemption area on iTunes. Apparently, it's all the way at the bottom. So I didn't find out about that till like a day and a half ago. Uh, dude, in your defense, I'm not an Apple 
person either, and it is not very intuitive to, on how to do that. I was looking for, like, he said in the email there's an obvious place that says redeem, and I found it, and I'm, like, thinking to myself, it looks like you're redeeming a gift card. So, and then it's asking me to enter, like, what's on the gift card, and I'm like, I don't have a gift card. So I just entered the code he gave me, and that's all it, it took. And that was really confusing, because to me, I'm thinking, oh, it wants, like, numbers and, like, like not like a UPC, but stuff like that. I don't know how the App Store works with Apple, but... I got it to work then. Yeah, so once we got past that uh, little stumbling block, we were able to check out the game, and let me tell you, it's really fucking fun. I, I had a blast, personally. Um, we did have a couple things that we found that were issues. It might just be because it's in its early stage and it hasn't been released yet. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be released tomorrow, um, which is going to be uh, the 5th, which is yesterday, if you're listening to this. for <laughs> but, Yeah. Um, <laughs> If that isn't confusing enough, but uh, the game is pretty much an endless runner or an infinite runner, however you want to put it. And but I I don't think it's actually infinite. If you ask me, I'm pretty sure the the premise of the game is you're the last human and robots are taking over and it's like a post apocalyptic setting and you're basically running through this world as they shoot as these robots are like shooting ammunition at you and pretty much just trying to kill you and you have to avoid the obstacles and explosions and stuff to eventually get to the final ship that is leaving earth. So there is an end to the game, if I'm not mistaken, but I am not skilled enough to get there just yet. It is really challenging. Yeah. I am. Um, I love the, the story aspect of it. Like the little story that they give you, I think um, that almost motivated me more than like beating my previous high score because I really want to get to the end and I want to see this guy like get on his spaceship and make it off Earth before the the machine empire can kill him. But it's a uh, it's definitely um definitely a challenging. You're gonna spend a lot of time game. trying to beat it, and if not months on end, because and it's not gonna seem like a lot of time because you're gonna you'll look back at your the like it'll you'll be like damn I've retried this so many times. And then you'll look at your total stats and they'll be like, you've only played for a cumulative of like 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. But you've played like 80, not 80, but like, let's say like, I was at 17 minutes when I stopped playing and I had played, the, I had played 48 times. Oh yeah, like, definitely. That's what I mean. It's really fast paced. You die all the time. That's, that's probably why I don't, I, I, uh, it's frustrating because of how um it's out of your hands. It's semi-skill related, but it's also semi-random. Like, you could easily get fucked. And speaking of getting fucked, let me vent the only thing about this game. There's certain weapons, and they're all awesome. The laser except weapon. Except the laser. I fucking hate the laser, because every time I get it, every <laughs> time I get the laser, I die. It's no question. Like, I just it's... can't defend myself. I'm just gonna die, and it's like... My long as... run actually included the laser for a portion. My favorite weapon in the entire game was the Seeker Rockets. Oh, which... Oh, this... Yeah, the ones The that... ones that... Sh it shoots out multiple little rockets, and they seek and destroy. Yeah, I found that to be the most helpful one, too. I... St it basically... It's kind of luck of the draw. Like, your run is almost determined when you... Like, within the first, like, 200 meters, your run is determined, like, depending on if you can get what I think is the best weapon, which is a Sega Rockets, or if you get shafted and get the laser. But the laser, there's even, like, an intricacy to, like, how you have to use it. Like, when you have the laser, your game, you have to change the way you play the game. Definitely. 
you have to switch to more of a jump and dodge sort of gameplay with like timed attacks with the laser. Yeah. It's kind of nice how they do a change of pace with each of the weapons. Um the besides the laser, the least least effective one I thought was like that weird energy one that shoots just in a line kind of. Yeah, the Mega Man standard. Yeah, uh that one was kind of ineffective. But um even then though you like change the way you play the game because you find yourself jumping more because you have to line things up. And then there was another one that was very similar to that weapon, but it like kind of sprayed it in like a It was a shotgun. Oh okay, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. There were the the shotgun. That one wasn't as that the shotgun I thought was like pretty useful. The shotgun was the third best. The second best for me was the flamethrower. Oh true. No, that thing just demolished anything in your way. Basically anything that, that uh can take out a lot of shit really fast is uh is definitely much much needed. And I found myself always watching my meter in the top left, what? trying to fill that as fast as possible. What was that meter? I'm like playing that the game. That meter was your um that was your it's a limited time sprint function where you gain invincibility and uh, run that, like a yeah. hundred meters. So my goal I only I got to one point one kilometers, I think, and um my goal was just to get that filled as much as possible. Nice. So um while I while I was in that sprint mode I tried to avoid like jumping and everything else. Just let myself sprint. Oh, and um, just got a little better at like dot. Just like started getting better at dodging the bombs and stuff that the little droids are dropping. The like little helicopter things. Yeah, and um, I would just like to say that uh, I know absolutely nothing about what you guys are talking about because I own zero iOS devices. So for our listeners at home that are sitting there thinking to themselves, damn. Bass is just being a real stick in the mud. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's definitely. I'm, I I have no I'm choice. Lucky, I'm lucky that my parents have iPhones, or else I wouldn't be able to play this game or talk about it on the podcast. But if you do have a iPhone or iPad or any of those kind of devices, I definitely think this is a game you should in, uh, look into. It's not you don't have to invest in it either. It's free, so that's another nice thing about it. And another nice thing about it is there's no in-app purchases. It doesn't like uh, push you to do anything like that, and there's no ads. So, like, what more can you ask for just a free game? It sound, uh, That really makes me happy. It fills time. It's a great, like, if you're sitting on the bus or you're st- not stuck in traffic, because that's just a dumb idea to pull your phone out and play games in traffic. Don't play games on your phone while you're stuck in traffic. <laughs> Don't do that. But um, if you're Play on the it bus, while you're driving and... on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't please, please no. As long as you have, I a can see the newspaper car. articles like uh, a hundred car pileup attributed to uh, almost better than Irresponsible silent podcast recommending podcast. Yeah. <laughs> play uh, games on the highway. Oh man. Oh god. But um, yeah, it's uh, and we played it on different devices. I played it on an iPad, and you played it on an iPhone. Yeah, and um, the the only thing that I found, like I said, we found a few issues, and I think it's just because in its early stages, is I had a sound issue with my iPhone. I, I think it could easily just be the iPhone I was using that has some kind of issue with sound, but I didn't have any sound throughout the entire experience, which was kind of a bummer, because judging by the pixelated retro feel, I have a feeling the music's awesome. So that It was. was. Yeah. I, um, I had... It was the... Ex- you know what? I think it... I don't know what... The issue is, but it wouldn't work with ex- like the external speakers on the iPad. So when I plugged headphones in, 
it worked. And uh, the sound was reminiscent of... Um, do you remember the original the original arcade game for um, Terminator? Oh, yeah. The, the ones with the gun, the blasters? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was very reminiscent of that. Awesome. And it was cool, and it put you in the mood. There's all kinds of music. Fast and loud. Soft and slow. And um, I actually did better once I had the sound. Like I've, it, for some reason, you can hear things coming a little bit. Like it just like it, you you get more in the zone, oh, so to speak, I, yeah, that because you sense. tune out everything else and just focus on the game. Nice. Yeah, I should have tried uh, headphones, but the thing is, my mom has like I don't know if it's an OtterBox or one of those crazy cases, but I couldn't even get a headphone jack in there if I wanted to. So I don't know. Yeah, and I think most times, like if you're playing a game, you're either going to be playing without the sound on, or um, or you're going to be listening to music or something. Like if you're using your phone to play a game, you might even have headphones in already. Yeah, so it's not the speaker thing isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, it, so it doesn't hinder the gameplay at all. I definitely saw it fun minus sound in general. But um, and what was the other thing? Oh, the only other thing, like at the end of the game, the death animations were hilarious. So every time you blow up, it kind of goes slow mo and like all like dramatic. And then you get to see your high score. And the nice thing about that is when it shows, uh, takes you to the high score screen, you have the ability to share to Facebook, Twitter, so, and, uh, or download the image. So I didn't go as far to share on Facebook or Twitter or anything, but I did try downloading the image and I went to find it in the gallery and it wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting it to be a screenshot of that high score screen, but instead it was a screenshot of my, the last a panel of the death animation. So basically it was just like a blurry kind of explosion shot of my guy. And then up in the top left corner, there was my score really small. So it's not really a good way to show off your, your score. But, uh, there were a couple things that I really liked about it too. Like the, um, the, the, um, the stats function that they have on the main screen to check all your previous stats. Like, your um, cumulative stats for all your games, and also the um, the like the overall like achievement screen that they have, where you can actually challenge your friends to different achievements, or like make challenges for your friends. And then there's all the achievements that you have, and there's leaderboards like which are going to be launched when the game comes out. Yeah, yesterday it would have come out. They'll launch the leaderboard tracking, which is cool too because I'll measure di- measure distance and. I really want to know, like, after you get five kilometers, like, how, like, what happens after that? Because that's the last distance achievement. Yeah, that would... And I'm wondering if you get to the ship or not. Yeah, because then how could there be a leaderboard? Because then everyone who gets the 5,000 is tied for first. (laughs) So that's what I mean. That's maybe it is actually an infinite runner in some regard. And you can just potentially beat it and then continue to run or something. Or yeah, or yeah. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like at the after 5k, you hit 5k, and then you get to your ship, and that's like the quote-unquote first level. But the second level is literally the same exact thing, except it adds on to the previous level, like adds on to your distance. Potentially, yeah. I could ease. I could see that, but we'll have to find out. I mean, we have to get good at the game first. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's actually. It has a, like, it's not a steep learning curve, 
But um, in the beginning, you find yourself being like, "God damn it!" Like all the time, this is a struggle. Like because the first couple of them, I was like, "Wow, I can get to like fifty meters," and then I get hit by something. Dude, the, the, the and, lowest uh, I got was thirty meters and died. I literally think that's the the the, the that's fastest. the first thing that comes yeah, at you. I think I know. I was like, "God, uh, you can't get worse than 30. That was awful. And the more difficult thing is, um, there are achievements actually on there for not using your weapons at all. Oh my god, that's yeah, just insane. Um, Holy crap. Getting to That's just a terrible achievement in any yeah. game. Right? <laughs> there like... are actually like three or four of them. That's like the 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 people that play Dark Souls and uh beat it at level one. That's nuts. <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> yes, in fact on a previous episode our Fragcast friends talked about one of the guys they knew who actually did it. Speaking of which, uh we'll we'll get into this after this because this is sort of like what we're making. Oh yeah, you we'll now. wrap this up. Um but uh yeah, so the achievements are like it's like a hundred meters. It's called like holster holster your weapon. Like the description's like holster your weapon and just run. So you're literally just running and jumping for uh, the first one's a hundred meters and then it's like I think it's three hundred meters and then there's one for five hundred meters and then there's one for a kilometer without firing your weapon oh wow that's sick i'm gonna have to try that out it's a uh, probably a huge challenge because i found it like i mean honestly though like i guess it maybe you focus more on like what's coming at you because having a weapon is kind of it's almost a crutch that you lean on yeah definitely so if you like get really good at like dodging and stuff the weapon just becomes like an extraneous thing to help you like in case of emergencies. Yeah. And so I guess that would be how people get really, really far in the game. I can imagine people taking on that strategy and solely using laser and then probably being the best at the game. Yeah, because the laser is really, it hits everything within a certain uh, distance of your character. Like, it'll hit everything. It'll hit, I had it hit four or five targets at one time. Oh, nice. With one, like, one charge. The only thing that I hated about the laser, I think, was the charge time, but I think that's necessary with something like that. Yeah, each weapon should have its little crutch. But um, overall, I have to admit, this is probably one of the most fun uh, mobile games I've ever played. Like, I'm and I'm not being paid to say this in any regard. I just, I honestly mean it. It's it's downright fun to play, and I, it's addicting, and I can see myself playing it a lot. Uh, the most depressing thing about it all is that it's not available on Android because, like. I would play this every day if I could, but I'm not going to yeah. steal my mom's phone. <laughs> and I mean, like, am I, the phone I have is, uh, bigger than the standard iPhone six. So, I mean, that was another thing. Like I definitely see how it was probably easier for me to play it on an iPad because of the bigger screen. It also had the ability to shrink the screen down to, uh, iPhone six plus size, which was really weird for me. Yeah. But, um, but cause the, iPad was the iPad Air is the one that I have and uh it's it it was uh it was a big screen and it you could see it was big but it was it didn't like take away from the graphics at all so and it flowed pretty nicely like there were no there was no lag or anything making the screen bigger but making it smaller it was kind of weird because you couldn't touch the screen like in the same areas you had to actually put your hands like down into the shrunk down screen so it gave you like a feel of you're actually playing on 
a phone and I was like, wow, this must be difficult to play on a phone because it's your thumbs probably take up so much of the screen. Oh my like, god, they do. I and feel like you miss some of the stuff oh my on god. a phone. AJ, I do. It's like so funny you bring that up because every time I was playing, I was literally like angling my thumbs at a way that I could be like, Oh, I see a missile coming. Like it was literally weird. Because- like I feel like you need to keep you need to keep your fingers down on the bottom corners. Oh yeah, like, it was definitely uh, that's so interesting. I would love we do have an iPad, so I'm gonna have to give it a go. Well, a cool thing about this whole astronaut thing is we do on a future episode have um, in store an interview with the creators. So hopefully we can get, delve a little more into it on on, on that episode. But I think we talked about it enough for tonight. <laughs> Overall, get it if you can. It's totally worth it. It's free. It's on iPhone and I- iOS devices. So check it out. Yeah, if you have an iOS device, definitely get it. It's worth the download, and it's definitely a time consumer for like when you really want to like just chill and maybe get a little frustrated at a game, but still have a lot of fun. Like because you just want to beat your score and get to the end, but you don't know if there's an end or not. And I talked to the to developer about it. Like, is there an end to the game? And he wouldn't tell me. So I'm kind of interested to keep playing and see how far I can get and see if I can get to the end. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we, are we going to give it like an out of number, like uh, rating? Are we doing 10 point scale or five point scale? I was thinking 10 point. What, uh, give yours and I'll give mine. I was thinking like an 8.5. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I was literally, I was on par. I was going to say, I didn't even think to go into points. So, um, I would say 8.7. So nice. yeah, overall, yeah, it's up there, people. We're, we're not joking around. It's really fun. Check it out. And I look forward to the Android release. Yeah, seriously, I hope yes. they do. <laughs> yes, please. Because um, my phone, like I was going to say, my phone is bigger than an iPhone 6. So, like I know, Coleman, you have a bigger phone too, so. Yeah, definitely. This uh, The Droid Turbo is massive. I don't know, Matt, how big is your phone? I have a Nexus 5. It's it's fairly large. I have a Nexus 9, though, uh, the tablet, which is, which is quite good. It's good for playing games. Nice. But, um... All right, guys. Well, I think we're pretty much good here. We can wrap this up if, unless you want to talk about anything else or play a game or do you just want to call it a night? Um, actually, that's what I wanted to bring up about um, you were talking about the difficulty of Demon Souls, the guy playing on level one. Yeah. There is a guy. Um, I don't know if we talked about this before. There is a guy who plays through Fallout New Vegas oh, this with is ringing one up. life bar. <laughs> Um, not using oh any healing bo- healing items at all. That sounds literally impossible. And he found out there's actually a, there's like a native, not a native, what did I say? There's like a, a default like healing factor built into the game where you recover like two health every some odd hours. And he kept a counter of his real health total. And if at any point he reached zero, he called it endgame. Wow. Um, He started the game. It took him months to beat the game. It was actually, it's a, it's a let's play on YouTube. If you want to look it up on Google, they, I know uh, Kotaku did a big article on it. He, um, he beat the game. He managed to get through the entire game. He finished with half of, he, he went a full stealth build on fallout like he went full stealth and full like endurance because new vegas has like 
these extra stats that they added into the game to make it like more realistic almost. So he went full stealth and full endurance. So he had like max health and stuff to give him just like a little bit of help towards it. But this man knows the ins and outs of this game. Like it's nobody's business, like the back of his hand. And he managed to get through with half of his bar. And now using that same half a bar, he is going to try to conquer the expand the DLC content, which there are five, four or five expansion packs for fallout new Vegas. And he's going to try to do all of them with this one bar. And he just started that one. Oh my God. Oh my God. That sounds insane. You know, you got to wonder if he's like being paid for it at all, you know, because like you need to have a lot of motivation to, to get really into doing something like that. Right. And especially now that he's like come out of one. Right. And he's finished that, that first game, you know, to say, I'm going to do it a second time. You know, like you've either got to be really bored or really motivated. Well, look you know? at the the attention it's got him. In fact, I'm thinking to myself, how do we get video game famous? Let's do something equally as challenging. <laughs> and then Kotaku will be like posting about almost better than silence. So <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's pretty cool though. Like the I can't believe this. Um, we're gonna say the guy's name. Uh, he's a he's a YouTuber named Many a True Nerd, and um he it's a let's play and. And he's calling the run "You Only Live Once." Nice. <laughs> he called it "You Only Live Once," That's and he legit. named his character "Please oh, Don't dear. Shoot." He's playing it on Xbox 360, but um, <laughs> or at least that's the uh, that's what it looks. It might be, it could be games for Windows, but I think it was uh, I think it was on 360. And now is he? It, and obviously, I haven't watched it, but is he like saving early and often, and just like rewinding and like redoing things, or is it just like it's a single run through with no? I mean, that's got to be like impossible. But he, it well, it doesn't say anything about his saving, but it just says that the entire playthrough is tense and unnerving because any damage, no matter how minor, will add up. Even small amounts of radiation seem excruciating to watch. As a result, you see mm. many a true nerd freaking out about enemies that would be minor in any other type of Fallout playthrough. So, like, fast traveling, he tries to avoid that because you never know. Like, in Fallout, when you fast travel, you can walk right into an ambush where you get attacked by, like, six people. So... Yeah, it pop right out of it. And... It's, uh... It's interesting. Yeah, every three hours you regain two hit points. So he keeps a real health <laughs> counter that keeps track of how much HP he would have without the game's help. And he tallied it through the entire run with the intent of quitting the game should his true health bar ever reach zero. God. He said, this da- this game is too damn soft for its own good. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I can't even imagine not taking damage. Like I can't believe he got through it. I can't either. Literally, that's unbelievable. He finished with 260 out of 445 health. Wow. He didn't take any damage on the last mission, the final mission. He didn't take a single point of damage. Yeah, just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, as, as a, a fully employed individual, like, I, I think <laughs> to myself, like, you know, who has, who has time for yeah. this? But, you know, I, I get, he probably has, like, sponsorships as well, you know, like, like people. Well, they're talking about Bethesda may or may not like end up rewarding him for being this like hardcore about the game. 
he gets a, a an award or like some kind of medal. <laughs> well, like maybe p- yeah. potentially bringing him in to like help them with like some of the newer Fallout games. That could be a possibility. That's really cool. That's wild. That's really I would do it for that's that. That's a cool opportunity for him. <laughs> like I they haven't like I that's what I would assume Bethesda would do. Like that's what I would do. If I saw someone did something like this to a game I had made, I'd be like, shit, get this guy in here ASAP and he's gonna help us make <laughs> this game perfect. Yeah, like this next one's gonna be so good it's gonna win game of the year. Either that or or it's gonna be like you only get that much health and you can't heal and then it's the, <laughs> the worst game. <laughs> no, or there will be like an actual option to do that. Like put in a put a hard mode. Like the hard mode is actually like the prequel to insane and insane is like they do it the only you only live once difficulty where you have permadeath it'd be funny if they made a a mode just called impossible and there's just no weapons in the world you're naked and that's it (laughs) we'll see like it's weird as hell because he played the game like he was actually living in that universe like he played it like someone was actually shooting at him Oh God! It's full RP. Like, f- well, like he—I don't know if he talks like that, but the actions that he, <laughs> he makes, like, I want to watch the playthrough because it's supposed to be intense. But um, he picks like he's very, very specific with the way he builds his character and the perks he picks at the beginning of the game, and every time he levels up, and he avoids moments. There are even moments when, uh, let's see, he's he's like. The first video you see him scrambling to find good armor, so he scavenges. There is one benefit of a no-heal run. He can sell the stim packs, which fetch a pretty penny. This lets him immediately raise 700 caps, which is a lot in the beginning of the game. That's a shit ton. And so his whole his whole plan revolves around being stealthy, having a shit ton of endurance, and having high armor. So... It's like there are even moments he let he let friendly NPCs like take care of moments for him and just hid because even though he lost the extra experience it would mean more danger and damage he could possibly take. So it's like it's like a a level beyond. It's like oh god, it's I can't even imagine playing a game like this. I would be freaking out. <laughs> I have a bit of sad news. Uh-oh. Uh so you guys when you were kids uh played SimCity? Sure. Yeah? Everybody played SimCity. Yeah. It was on Super NES, it was on PC, SimCity 3000. Um very recently uh Cities Skylines came out, uh which is sort of the the next generation of city builder that everybody was looking forward to after SimCity 5 fell on its face and and flopped massively. Um today uh I think it was today. Today or yesterday? Well, I guess when is this episode going out? Sometime in <laughs> sometime relatively recently. Uh <laughs> um EA officially uh shut down the developer of SimCity Maxis and uh sort of disbanded the developers. Um uh. Yeah, so that sad times. Uh I mean, granted they they sort of did uh you know, kill their own, their own brand with possibly the worst video game launch of, uh, the new millennium. But, uh, yeah, uh, very sad news. Um, obviously a lot of very fun games, uh, which 
SimCity games did you guys uh, play as a kid? Is, or not necessarily SimCity, but Sim or SimCity you know, anything from the franchise? I'm pretty sure the 3000 one was the one I was familiar with, and it was pretty fun for what it was worth. But it's, yeah, it's just always sad to hear when any development team's being shut down. But I guess they, they had a, a good run. They had quite a good number of uh, games. But, um, on a, on a nice, on a bright note, though, to like counteract the sadness, uh, we have Unreal Engine 4 is free. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. What is right, AJ? Well, it's, it, just to clarify, it's free to download and develop yes. with. Uh, there is still a royalty, uh, after you publish games. Which, game. uh, that's completely reasonable and makes sense. But, it's but fair. the fact that it's, fair. it's just the, it's the engine itself you're capable to just get your feet wet and just dive right in. It's so exciting. And yeah, what a power powerhouse. I don't think I'm going to be able to use it on any of the, the, the uh, machines I'm working with, but we'll see. You're talking about something that um, you could make a considerable amount of money making a game. So I think the royalties, I think, will be worth it. Oh, definitely. Just because yeah, you could make a lot either. of money on it. Yeah, and it's it's only after you make like three thousand dollars or something. So I mean, you do have sort of the initial payoff, and and then it's like five percent. Man, so now we know what we got to do, guys. We got to quit our jobs, buy some office space, get Unreal Four, and get cracking. <laughs> office space on the West Coast. Okay. Uh, if, yeah. If well, I guess it's mind. a lot more casual. Can we settle on the Midwest? Uh, mid <sighs> St. Louis. Who wants to go to the Midwest? You guys trying St. Louis? Uh, I'm thinking more. Uh, not my favorite. Amsterdam. <laughs> That's the op- <laughs> the opposite direction. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I got my green card out here. You don't. You don't need to go to Amsterdam. <laughs> San Francisco is where it's at. Nice. You guys. I I would San Fran. I would San Fran in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'd, I definitely want to at least visit, if not get out that way and. I really want to live in Seattle, actually. Eh. Just because of the rain. I love rain. Like, I love the rain. Like, I love listening <laughs> to it. I love, like, I have no problem, like, walking in the rain, stuff like that. Like, being cold with rain coming down outside. Singing I have no it. issue with that. I'm a weird person when it comes to when it comes to that. No, but, I, uh, I like it too because it makes you feel alive. It's like most people are like, oh god, I'm getting wet. Me, it's just like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, um, Five Nights at Freddy's 3 came out. Oh, good lord. So, yeah, that's another thing. That guy's making money. Um. So what's what's up with the first two games? I hear they got a lot of hype. I never got to play them. Well, the second one's pretty much a rehashing of the first one. Um... It is a like the premise is pretty it's pretty scary. Um I'm looking at the third one right now, but I'm trying to see if I can get a get into the first one's four ninety nine. Oh, okay. Is it worth that? It it's four dollars and ninety nine cents. So I I just the first one's supposed to be one of the best ones. Okay. I just was wondering if like if have you played the first one and if like you feel that it's worth that price. Um, I think, I think it is like, um, it doesn't, uh, um, it doesn't have the length wise that you would want in a, in an overall game. Yeah. That's why I'm asking. um, Cause personally, I feel like that's kind of a, 
uh, it's not like God. It's five bucks. It's not expensive, but it's like for uh, for a mobile game. It's like I'm expecting to pay one to three bucks and like and hope it's just, and like for a short enjoyable game. But for five bucks, it better be good. But I do hear it's pretty scary. <laughs> it's um yeah. And Metacritic gave it a seventy eight out of a hundred, which is pretty sassy for an indie game considering it was made by one person. It was developed and published by one guy, Scott Cawthon, and um. He had apparently made other games, and he had uh, failed at making them. And then he made this... He had an idea, and he was tossing it around for a while, like, hmm, should I... Like, should I make it this? Should I make a horror game? Because I haven't really done that before. And then he decided, you know, I have this this idea about a restaurant with some security monitors, and it's kind of scary. Let's try it out. And it's basically one continued jump scare... Like, the entire game is, like, one jump scare after another. Well, maybe not after another, but um, the premise is, like, you're a summer job, like, a kid with a summer job watching uh, security cameras at a at a Chuck E. Cheese clone called Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, and um, where kids, <laughs> kids and parents alike come... I'll, I'll just read the... I'll read the thing. Um, welcome to your new summer job at Freddy Fosbear's Pizza, where kids and parents alike come for entertainment and food. The main attraction is Freddy Fosbear, of course, and his two friends. They are animatronic robots programmed to please the crowds. And um, Already he's striking a pretty good note with terrifying, with animatronic anything. The user-defined tags yeah. for the product are horror, psychological horror, single-player, indie. And, um... Yeah, the, uh... Well, there's there's three of these games now. <laughs> yeah, there are three of them. The first two are allegedly like very very similar. Um, but the uh, the third one actually takes place thirty years after the place burns down. Ooh, that's an interesting twist. God, it's fucking terrifying. Like I'm just like even the screenshots of like the game are terrifying because they have all like they screenshotted jump scares like and it's like oh god why would you do that (laughs) and then there there's like a famous um what mark plot markiplier who's a he's like a youtuber and he does a let's play of the game and there's literally it's five nights like you're doing five nights covering the thing covering the night shift and there's a person talking to you um, on the phone that was a previous night, the night security, like warning you about what happens at night. Like, hey, the animatronics kind of come to life at night and they will try to kill you while you're watching over the restaurant. And you have to like, they, you ha- all you have control of are the cameras, like the security cameras. And your goal is to like, I think just to spot them in each like security camera and like I don't even know like the full the full like idea yeah, of the game. I'm just thinking like what kind of restaurant or Chuck E. Cheese needs an overnight security team? <laughs> <laughs> it said the yeah. robot's behavior has become somewhat unpredictable at night, however, and it was a much cheaper to hire you as a security guard than to find a repairman. From your small office, you must watch the security cameras carefully. You have a very limited amount of electricity that you're allowed to use per night. Corporate budget cuts, you know. 
That means when you run out of power for the night, no more security doors, and no more lights. If something isn't right, namely if Freddy Bear or his friends aren't in their proper places, you must find them on the monitors and protect yourself if needed. Can you survive five nights at Freddy's? It has all these... It won the winner most original at the Fear Awards, and it won uh, best new IP at the Fear Awards, and the best monsters at the Fear Awards. I'm just reading about uh, the second one, the second Five Nights at Freddy's. I can't play those games. Like I, <laughs> I just, like anything with jump scares. I just can't do it. Oh God. The oh God. The premise for the second one is like in Five Nights at Freddy's Two, the old and aging animatronics are joined by a new cast of characters. They are kid friendly, updated with the latest in facial recognition technology, tied into local criminal databases, and promised to put on a safe and entertaining show for kids and grown ups alike. What could go wrong? As the new security guard working nights, your job is to monitor cameras and make sure nothing goes wrong after hours. The previous guard has complained about the characters trying to get into the office. He has since been moved to day shift. So to make your job easier, you've been provided with your very own empty Freddy Fosbear head, which should fool animatronic characters into leaving you alone if they should accidentally enter your office. As always, Fosbear Entertainment is not responsible for death or dismemberment. God, I like how the minimum OS requirements still list XP. It, <laughs> like, if you need to put minimum requirements on your game these days, it it had better be like something incredibly graphics intensive. It's funny. It says um, the minimum OS XP Vista, Windows Seven, Windows Eight uh, processors, two gigahertz, Intel Pentium Four or AMD Anthlon or equivalent. Memory one gig of RAM, graphics one gig, hard drive two hundred fifty megabytes. Available space. It's a small game. <laughs> Why did they even bother <laughs> listing that? Like, it's be like everyone can play this game ever. Yeah, like every PC from the last like ten years. Coleman, I bet your uh, I bet your your tablet could probably run this seamlessly. Oh sure, and that's the thing. I tried playing Grow Home on it, and it was definitely lagging. I had Steam installed just to for shits and gigs, see how it would go. And on the lowest setting, it was like okay, and I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm just uninstalling Steam, and this is not meant to game. It's I'm gonna like, look up Grow Home real quick and see what the the um requirements are of it because if it's more than this i'm gonna be really sad it's gonna make me a sad panda what is what are we talking about i missed it it is more <laughs> oh it's a lot more Uh-oh. the minimum require oh i was talking about the minimum requirements for five nights at freddy's too and it's less than what grow home is so you could definitely play five nights at freddy's one and two at least oh awesome okay that's cool um the OS for Grow Home is Windows 7 Service Pack 1 or Windows 8 slash 8.1, both 32 and 64-bit uh, versions. Uh, processor Intel Core 2 Duo at 2.5 gigahertz or the Anthlon, AMD Anthlon 2 times 2 at uh, 2.8. And then 2 gigs of RAM uh, and at least a NVIDIA G4. So... You only need a gig of dedicated RAM, like uh, for graphics or whatever. Okay. And it, this one and Grow Home requires DirectX version nine. So this like Five Nights at Freddy's doesn't even require any of that. Yeah. No, like the recommended Gro- processors for Grow Home is like an i three. Interesting. Yeah, it's definitely 
it seemed kind of intensive. Um, especially because of how the level, it's just such an open world. Like all you do is explore and it just, I'm not sure. I, I'm going to have to give it a, another shot. Yeah. I'm looking at the, the design. It's, um, blocky, but definitely kind of minimalist. Oh yeah, but it's definitely, it's like so fun. I mean, the style is what drew me to the game. I really had no idea what to expect. And I just was like, you know what? I'm buying it. See if it's good. And it, it was everything I ever wanted it to be. It's super fun. Yeah, I think you should try Five Nights at Freddy's though. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Because that it definitely it. seems like that could that could run on your uh, that could definitely run. Yeah, and that's the thing. There's definitely games for this. Like, obviously, they're all like the little app like um, less intensive games. But I did get one that's kind of Geometry Wars related. It's called Violent or Violet Storm, I think. Violet Storm, and I started playing that. It's already, I'm like, annoyed. It's not what I want. It's like, I, I love Geometry Wars and I was expecting it to be like Geometry Wars. It just visually is, but not gameplay wise. So I'm not, it's really not, I'm not going to recommend the game at all. <laughs> In fact, I'm probably going to uninstall it relatively soon. We just lost that sponsorship. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Damn we're, it. we're not going to interview those developers. <laughs> but on the plus side, we gained, uh, we gained the Five Nights at Freddy developer. If we could yeah. interview him, I would shit my pants. Hey, I mean, we'd get a lot of press. But no, <laughs> if anything, I feel like if I'm I'm doing listeners a favor by saying don't bother getting this game. It's really not good. But that's my opinion too. So you might disagree with me. So find out for yourself. Violet Storm. But yeah, do you guys want to play the game? And I'm thinking we definitely. It's it's up to you guys. I'm all for it. <laughs> all right. Well, what game do you guys want to play? Well, since there's three of us, we'd play I Was the Walrus, but I'm thinking first we have to figure out who would be judge. Are we doing a tournament and or not, or just like one round and we're done? What do you want to do? Um, I would be the judge. Also, let me just mention there's a game on uh, Steam called Pregnancy. What? That just released on <laughs> the second. That's got to be the worst game. Literally, and then like... It's an interactive short story. Uh, story. It's an interactive short story where the player attempts to influence the decisions of a fourteen-year-old girl about the future of her pregnancy. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> it sounds terrifying. It's a cautionary tale. Of <laughs> that just proves <laughs> oh you can God. literally, literally make a game about anything. She is raped. Actually, that's how she gets pregnant. No, that's so. Then it's terrifying, yeah, that's right? Not good. That's not something I want to know. I don't even know what the rating is. It got a lot of not recommended, though. It's got a whole bunch of it's a whole bunch of not recommended. Well, no the shit. The entire comment section is nope. Oh, who thought of that one? Oh my god, the whole, <laughs> the not recommended, and it has the hours on record for this for this game, and. Someone has 49.8 hours on record for this game. And the comment is just, sometimes I sit back and wonder what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, okay. So, AJ, you're electing to be judge. I don't know if that's good because you're not on the board yet. You lost last time. Do you want to get a chance at getting on the board or do you want me and Matt to face off? I'm always down to face off against Matt. All right, well, then, AJ, <laughs> AJ, I guess you got to brainstorm a category for us. Like, all right, and I need your guys' opinion on something. So we need to determine, do we do a category for each round, or do we do a category and then have three 
three um, guesses. Yeah, I mean, my I feel like my categories are going to be specific, like super specific. Try not to. <laughs> I mean, it, but no, it can be, but we could still come up with super bizarre responses regardless of how specific. All right. Well, I have two off the top of my head. Uh, so you're going to do three rounds, and each round is going to have a different specific. Uh, we're not specific, but a different a uh, a different Cat- topic. Yeah, category topic. Like yeah, something to set us up with. Okay. All right. I guess. All right. We're gonna play. I was the walrus. I guess I'm gonna be the judge today. All right. So, um, what's category I'm, one, man? I'm gonna be a contestant. All right. Um, category one is um things you would use to preoccupy yourself in a waiting lounge, like for like a doctor's office. Okay. Hmm. Preoccupy or just occupy? Both. <laughs> <laughs> let's pretend all right we'll change it to what if you're stuck you're stuck in a doctor's office waiting room forever what for and you can have one item and you can have one item and that's the item you get to have forever oh wow and now this is forever this is changing forever i, I think it's a, is, 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 am i stuck in the the waiting room forever or is it is it just temporary uh, you're st- you're stuck there forever. There is, however, a bathroom attached to it. There's the- okay, because <laughs> every waiting room has a bathroom attached to it, I and mean, there's also a weird lady you can kind of talk to is there in the access window. Access to food? Um, that's up to you. Oh, what do you want to? <laughs> depends on what you want to bring. All right, I know mm. what I want. All right, you're gonna have to give me another second because I'm, I'm I'm considering a couple things here. Uh... <laughs> oh wait, I'm yeah. Now I'm really considering it. Shit. Do you guys know what you're gonna go in with? Yeah. Can we can we? Can, all right. All right. Yes. In, in, uh, in a guys... doctor's office. Oh wait. Oh, okay. Okay. And I'm, I'm all right. I hope mine's uh you're gonna allow it. All right, we'll see. All right, so do I just count down? Yep, three, two, one. Three, two, one, go. Walmart. A crate <laughs> of Lunchables. A crate of Lunchables and Walmart. Yeah, like a like a pallet, like a pallet of Lunchables. Um, and I'm talking about a supermarket, like <laughs> attached to the fucking building. Oh my god. Maybe you're in the doctor's office that's like in yes, Walmart, exactly. like you need to get like an eye appointment. <laughs> yes. But the I, thing is, I don't you're, know. you're trapped there, but the <laughs> thing is, you could probably just communicate to someone being like, yo, go get me something out of whatever, like electronics and give me a, a DS. Well, here's the thing. I did say there was the lady in the window you can talk to. Okay. Yeah, she'd be the lady. I'd be like, I just help me out. <laughs> she just sustains I, I my would life chair. forever. I, 
I would share my lunchables with the lady at the window. Uh, and I would also like to make sure that I have uh, the Lunchables where you get to make the little pizzas yes. uh, <laughs> with the terrible Tombstone tomato sauce. And also, um, the Lunchables where the, the dessert is the, you get like an extra pizza crust and um, chocolate frosting and M&M's. Oh. Uh, so you get to make those little dessert pizzas. That's like limited edition shit right yeah, there. Yeah, that's shit I've never even had. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't. I don't know about you, but I I got fat in my youth on those. That's like when I brought Dunkaroos to college. <laughs> yes. <Nice. laughs> you you had like a Costco-sized box of Dunkaroos. I, I did. Yeah. It was gigantic. Amazing. They lasted you the. <laughs> they lasted you the whole year. <laughs> That's so good. That was amazing. And I was like giving them out too. I was like, everyone can have some, and they I still had some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dubs would come down and like, oh man, it was good shit. Uh, good times. Um, shit. So yeah, people of Walmart or or lunchable people man, of Walmart. <laughs> I'm not sure the people are associated. I'm just saying the place. But <laughs> hey, man, the lady in the window is a person of Walmart. She worked Technically. There. <laughs> oh boy, that's a people of Walmart. I mean, you. Would you be able to find those special Lunchables in that Walmart if they don't make those anymore, I don't think? Yeah, if anything... That's risky. You could get Dunkaroos, though. Can you? I don't know. We need to ask the almost better than research division on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bring up the uh, intern in net uh, and we'll get some of our interns to... Uh... To figure this out, oh, it'll God. be in the show notes. Just in case you want to know, we'll make sure you know the truth. Can you find Dunkaroos at Walmart? Um. Oh God, I'm heavily leaning towards the Lunchables. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <But> <laughs> and it think sucks. About this. You're forever. It's forever. It, at least in Walmart, you have access to some form of entertainment. I mean, making Lunchables is somewhat entertaining, but after, like, the 967th, you might start get bored. I mean, these, these are Lunchables, bear in mind. They have the ones with, like, the little tiny cans of Coca-Cola. you could be oh, enjoying, God. for those 967 days, a DS in its entirety and be like, okay, well, I'm done with that. Move on to the PSP. And then, and you're still not even on the new generation. Uh, they have the little uh, dish. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Pepperoni. They have the the cheese and crackers with the little slices of ham. Oh no! You could you could even get a bike in there somehow, and just ride <sighs> a bike in a doctor's office. Have you ever wanted to do that, AJ? Um, that just sounds terrible. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe like if I got the chance to run over the people that were coughing without a mask on. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can get some immersion up in there. It's, it's, it's actually not, like the number one place to get sick is a doctor's office. Yeah, no kidding. It's like I feel like I'm going into patient first for one thing and coming out with another. You know, I might do a 180 on this because I think the temptation of the video games is swaying me. Oh, uh, yeah. Because oh, damn it. oh god, <laughs> damn it. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Walmart. My, oh my All god! Right. <laughs> you almost this had episode it. brought to you by the fine people at Walmart and fat gamers everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> my literal my literal struggle every day of whether I want to eat or play video games. 
<laughs> nice. Oh, that was good. Oh man. All right. Well, I guess we need another category. All right. Um. I had an idea for one and it was like kind of far-fetched. It was going to be like things you would put in a wand in the Harry Potter universe. In a wand. Oh, wow. Because you know how they have like those shit the shit that powers their wand. What would your thing be to power your wand? Hmm. How many things are we talking about here? Yeah, or, is there a limit? Like two. Um, well the wand is made out of a certain material and then there's a core that powers it. So what material would it be made out of and what would the core be? Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think I got it. All right. One, two, three, go. Igneous rock and plutonium. Twizzlers and marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy I, mm, oh, this is another one of those struggles for me D- Doug is uh, over there dying of radiation poisoning I don't even <laughs> oh, well, dude, this rock is capable of handling it the rock, the igneous rock if you're unfamiliar with it is that shiny black uh, rock that is the leftover formations of a volcano so like obsidian, so obsidian? yes is that actually radiation proof? I have no idea. I I am not. I'm pretty. Sure, I'm going to go ahead and say that it's not because I'm pretty sure that's not how radiation works. Yeah, you're probably right. But it's also you're living in the magical world of Harry Potter. You can ca- counterspell the radiation. Oh, I mean, you're man. just going to be spending time in the infirmary with like with like leukemia it's just not gonna be that's, good it's like yeah i'm cancerous with magic this. bro the wand shows Yo, well, me what are you gonna do smoke a fucking twizzler made of weed i don't know <laughs> no I, yeah i don't matt what's the material and what's the core is the weed the core yeah it is yeah that's what i thought it's shoved in the twizzler hole <laughs> you just so you have one power and it's just to get high anytime you want oh my god i'm gonna and have to go you with... get high and then you eat your wand well, listen. Just... <laughs> you can you can also produce more Twizzlers. Oh, <sighs> the whole point of plutonium being that my core is you have the the power of nuclear just like destruction. You like people fear Voldemort. Fuck that. They fear you. Yeah, but you can't do anything fun. You just like yeah, I can cause a nuclear apocalypse. You know, and that's, yeah, that's my mean, power. Other people <laughs> yeah, true. That is want. upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get other people high with your wand? Of course, yeah. That's the whole point. You just sort of point it at people and say, go, and and just smoke just shoots out the end. Just goes straight at them. I don't even want to defend mine anymore because I'm rooting for Matt's. (laughs) It sounds like a more interesting, I think, um, I can imagine the plot of Harry Potter being like, uh, Harry's wand has chosen him. It's the Twizzler and marijuana. <laughs> the Twizzler and cannabis wand has chosen even, Harry. It wasn't and even an just... option. It was like Dumbledore was in there smoking with his big ass pipe, and like the 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 marijuana just sort of came up out of his pipe, and somebody was eating Twizzlers out in Diagon Alley, and it just I've merged been... together and flew into my hand. I've been waiting to use this my whole life. Harry Pothead. There we go. There you go. Yeah, See, we've got a whole it's... franchise. He's literally just like, and t- just telling people to chill out. 
and then they <laughs> and then they get high and everyone's high. That would actually be really funny though if like Voldemort's seriously after him and he's just getting high the whole time and then the, the show just ends like him getting killed because Voldemort finally got to him and he's just too lazy to do anything about it. He's just like they catch the, he catches him. Oh, he's no. like he offers Voldemort a, a joint and then they're just like, Alright, we're cool. <laughs> exactly. It just ends after like book one. <laughs> the basilisk smoking <laughs> oh my god right. i think matt deserves that yeah matt matt won that round <laughs> all right well we made it Shit, to round now three. i gotta think of a third <laughs> um ah uh, yes um i was gonna say hilarious hardware add-ons for your computer oh God, I'm gonna fail this one. By hardware add ons, something you, mean, you like, can plug USB? into your USB port that may or may not even need to be plugged into your USB port. Hmm. Things that you would. Hmm. I. Hmm. I mean, basically anything that we say is gonna be like an actual thing that you can buy as well. You know, <laughs> USB powered N, where N is anything. Um, now, is this supposed to it, it be hilarious, or is it supposed to be like something that is both hilarious and of utility? Um, things. I guess we go with things you would never want to be an accessory for your PC. Okay. They would ser- logically serve no purpose, All right. but they're I'm, funny as fuck. I'm ready, because I had to do a little research, but I'm good to go. But no, I know, it's a good one. It's something you don't want, correct? Yeah. Okay. I don't want this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, I, th- I think I've got something. Okay. Um, one, two, three, go. USB heating gloves. USB powered Sony Walkman. What? <laughs> Is that, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Because wow. um, the thing is, first off, it's a Sony Walkman, so you don't want it anyway. But more importantly, if it's USB <laughs> powered, you just can't take it anywhere. You know, What's it, the purpose of a Sony Walkman if you can't walk, walk with it? it? Well, let's, oh you God. just take your laptop around with you. You could play like cassette tapes. Oh my god! <laughs> Did they ever make like a Walkman that uh, that played CDs? Was that like a thing? Did they? Yeah, that, that was the. Uh, there the you go. Final you could play CDs uh, next oh to your computer gosh. in case you've got like a laptop with. Um... Oh yeah, you're. That's actually a thing. That's terrible. The gloves are actually a thing. That's actually yes. the the worst thing I've ever seen. That's why I'm trying to tell you. I, I'm picking. I would never want these heating gloves because I just feel like my hands are going to catch fire via my own device. But I don't know. Take a look God. at that, AJ. Because I who can't the fuck needs their hands to be heated while they're playing games? I don't know. Like, but he's and it's, using an Xbox with heated gloves, and they're literally my hands wired. Get sweaty enough, as you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, that's just sounds anything. bad. And it takes up two. USB ports, so it's the one for hand. <laughs> and the, it still has the sticker on the controller, the new stick, the new controller. Oh, sticker. and it come. Oh, and you can even see what the it heats up to like thirty six degrees. Holy shit! Oh, look, it plugs into the, your Xbox as well. Oh, oh that's actually yeah. 
you know, if you didn't have like reliable heat in your apartment or you had some really expensive form of heat, like you had like electric heat and, and you don't want to like heat the place when it's super cold, like you live in Boston and like for some reason you have electric heat, that wouldn't actually be the worst thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they have a new version, guys. You got to click on that. Check it out. It's a little more slim and less like ugly looking. Where's the new version? Is oh, it the top? It's, yeah, it actually says... Um, oh, two. version two. Yes, exactly. They're twenty two dollars. Yeah, that's actually not, not a terrible price. But I don't want them. That's the point. Would you buy this? That's what makes where it, I stand. I want to know what version two does that's different than version one. <laughs> they just um, look better, I guess. Oh, it's got like a it looks a, like you can thing, remove it. Like a fob. Yes. It goes up to fifty degrees. Holy shit. And they got the mitten extensions. I can't believe we're hmm. works under any USB device port pc mac ps3 xbox 360 or Wii. <laughs> also if you guys haven't noticed there's a giant green bar along the bottom of this web page that says yes we ship to united states at three dollars only <laughs> yeah, <I did> see <laughs> like that. They, they needed to like <laughs> confirm that in massive text yeah, along seriously. the bottom of the page yeah and so the, the name of it is usbbrando.com Oh boy. I wonder if we uh, could get branded USB heating gloves for as swag for almost better than silence. Yeah, literally we, we get, get like, like our name on them. Yes, like, embroidered. <laughs> I would oh, actually pay, I would actually buy that. That's cool. Now now we have a product everyone. The cool thing <laughs> is you can unplug them and wear them as actual mittens. <laughs> The the two point and by cool thing I mean this whole thing is dumb as fuck. And I, I but so the other half of it is that like you're walking around with these wires dangling out of your hands and someone's like, God, what are those wires it. for? <laughs> you're like, oh, I could plug my gloves in. I would be like, oh, nothing, and then I would shove them in like the little underneath part. I'd be like, that oh, that's nothing, and just uh, don't worry about that. Oh, oh, I would I would try to change the conversation at all costs. If someone asked me what that was. <laughs> I was like, oh, so what? what's up today? How's it going? So th- I like also that they have one independent set of controls for each glove. So oh, yeah. <laughs> you have one wire coming off of each arm <laughs> oh, with like an God. on-off switch for each side. <laughs> so technically I mean, you could heat one hand <laughs> at a time. I used to like, so when I was absurd. using the computer for long amounts of time, my hands would get kind of cold. But I mean, not cold enough oh for me to God. put gloves on. Like, and have them geez. powered by my computer. Dude, you better vote for me. This is the best thing I've ever found. No, I'm All right, what's... All right, wait, Matt, what was yours again? <laughs> I don't even I don't even remember anymore. It's, oh, it's a, Fuck, it's I a wanna, Sony I wanna... Walkman powered by... Oh, wait, yeah, that was like, by oh, man. Argument. All right, you're oh. in the hot seat, AJ, because that's tough. God damn it. Because the, he's sitting on those gloves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, fuck. This is a really tough one because both of these are completely extraneous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there is the the sad part is there's a functionality to the gloves. Oh, yeah, that's the sad thing. The Walkman, the Walkman is like, all right, let's play an out-of-date format. <laughs> wow, you can't <laughs> take it anywhere. And you can't despite, take it anywhere unless you, bring, unless you bring a laptop with you. Or you could, I, I suppose you could bring one of those like USB charger batteries. God. You could probably use one of those with it. That, the idea is just so, so goofy. You could plug it into um, your car charger. 
Yeah, I was literally thinking oh, that. I'm like, geez. now you have a Walkman in your car. <laughs> in case you don't have a tape deck. <laughs> yeah, literally. You could totally revert to this. Dude, you have like... I I just see someone like plugging a Walkman into their into the USB charger for their cigarette outlet and then looking for another c- cigarette outlet so they can do an, an FM transmitter so they can play what's on their cassette tape over the radio. Jesus Christ, that's one way to do it. <laughs> that's completely dumb. <laughs> oh, shit. I think I might go with the Walkman. Yeah, um, I can't blame you, dude. Because nice. the gloves actually, like, the second the second edition of the gloves you can actually wear as gloves there's a functionality yeah no i hear you i thought the walkman was a fucking amazing answer so that is a a usb powered walkman (laughs) is the best thing i've ever heard yeah dude that was a good one oh well that was a fun game looks like our winner's matt everybody So I'm gonna, I'm gonna check our leaderboards quick just to see where we're at, but I think you're moving up now. And Bren is, in on is, Bren. is going down. Yeah, I know someone's gotta end the reign of terror. Yeah, I mean, didn't he lose? Uh, or no? I don't think he's lost yet. Surprisingly, and I, it's like literally everything's like nothing's rigged in this. We're just playing fairly, and he's just kicking ass. So yeah, he's too funny for his own okay, good. So, it, it, Bren's in the lead with three. Matt just moved the second with two. I have one. And then, yeah, AJ... Um, Bringing up the rear well, no, with zero. A f- you, Dubs... Dubs have, hasn't even come on the show yet, so of course he hasn't played. And then uh, Mark hasn't scored yet. But um, you guys will have a chance. Hopefully we can play again soon. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. This is a really fun game. Yeah, dude, thanks for being the judge tonight. That was really fun. But um, yeah, I definitely think we should wrap things up. I gotta do some things before hitting the sack. But uh, anything you guys want to say? I don't have anything to say. Okay, I'll just do the typical, hey guys, you can always reach us at Twitter, our handle is ABTSilence, we have Facebook, you can email us at almostbettersilence at gmail.com, and just want to thank you for tuning in tonight, and we'll see you next week. And also look up funny Instagram pictures and laugh at them for a long time. Oh, and also we have a YouTube channel. And also, we have to get better at uh, closing up the episodes. But we'll work on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We're getting See there. You. Yeah, totally. <laughs> See you next week. See you guys. All right. See you.